All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Brand new experiences. We have them all the time in the lifestyle, but the one we're going to talk about today was incredibly unique. So we'll get to that shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you are looking to dip your toe into the lifestyle in the new year, we can't recommend Cassidy enough because not only can you connect with people in your area for one on one or two on two dates, but you can also do things like get into the communities. There are communities for almost every club and group out there, probably ones in your area as well. So you can start networking there. And there's also things like the forums where you can talk about a ton of different lifestyle topics with amazing people from across the country and across the world. If you want to check out all of those features free for an entire month, all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, go to our website, frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner and try it free for an entire month month. We hope you love Cassidy as much as we do. So we are actually recording this pre-Christmas. You you are listening post-Christmas, but uh, we are getting ready to get on a plane. We started recording very early this morning because we are going to balmy Montana for a few days. I can tell by the look on your face you're super fucking excited about it. I am not. (laughs) I I am not excited about it at all. I'm not excited that it was minus 47 yesterday. That was two days ago. That was so long ago. Whatever. (laughs) I am not fucking looking forward to this at all. I know how this goes. We are right now, as we're recording this, about three hours away from getting to the airport. We are going to be delayed. Fortunately, there is a bar in the terminal. We will <laughs> a be, really good bar. Yeah, we There's will, like a Stella bar there. It's great. Yeah, we will be delayed coming back for sure because there's never a flight coming out of Montana anywhere that isn't delayed. Not in the so, winter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I know exactly what I'm in for. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be fucking cold. I'm packing like, I think, two sweaters, a blanket, and then that's, that's it. It's a wrap. I'm just, I'm not leaving the house. I don't fucking blame you. We're yeah. not fucking used to it anymore. My my blood has thinned majorly. Yeah, I'm, yeah, fuck this. I don't know. I'm, I'm having second thoughts. Maybe the flight will be canceled. Maybe we'll just get you a few cocktails. You'll calm your ass down. Everything will be just fine. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're keeping you well lubricated with alcohol all weekend long. <laughs> yes, your brother did the right thing and he went and got the uh, the grocery list we asked for. Thank goodness. Which included liquor. Yes, it did. So hopefully you all survived your Christmas weekend if you celebrate it. Well, well hopefully we've also survived it. You, <laughs> As you mentioned earlier, this is also going to be the last episode for 2022, which I'm pretty excited about, actually. I am too. I'm ready for 2023, ready for a fresh start. We are doing some big shit with the show in 2023, which I think is necessary for us because we are not the type that just like to sit still. We need projects. We need challenges. And that's what we've set ourselves up for in 2023. Yeah, I can't. My feet can't be stuck in quicksand. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I know. You're like the tiger at the zoo that just paces back and forth and you know that he would probably totally eat a kid's face off. Yeah, I I can't do it. I spent, uh, I don't know, four hours yesterday at our new studio 
changing design ideas. I went back and forth to Home Depot three times. And oh, I, you've like, done so good, though. It looks good. Yeah, finally I got it fucking figured out exactly what I want. Well, it's almost, we're getting there anyway, but I at least have a design in my head that I'm going to stick with because I've literally changed it half a dozen times. So, yeah, i got to have a project. I, I've got to stay fucking busy. Yeah, I mean, we're both the same way in that way. That's why we make a good partnership, but... Big things coming in 2023, people, so stay fucking tuned, including your new show, which I think is going to be fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to talk about right now. I want to. We don't want to say too much. I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. I'm not going to be stifled. You won't be able to edit me out. <laughs> Uh, I'll be able to say what the fuck I want. A very different format. I'm very excited about that. Yes. I don't I, I really silence you that much. On yeah, well, yeah, you kind of do. I temper you down. I don't silence you. Well, you'd like to. I would. I would like to silence you sometimes. I could tell by the look on your face sometimes. We'll be out. Something will be happening. I am prepped to say something and you have this horrified look on your face like oh my god don't do it please don't do it like you don't know if you know someone's gonna call a cop you you, know, you never know what's gonna happen yeah yeah um, i just yeah I, I i gotta you know i gotta keep it interesting what can hey, i say you do keep me on my toes i will say that much my life is never dull with you so that is a, a huge positive and i really do mean that no i'm sure i i think it, well it's funny because sometimes i'll say some shit and you won't even realize i've said it and then it when it hits you <laughs> You're like, oh my God, what what is going to happen now? Like, you're just waiting for something to happen because, you know, I'll just say shit and no one's really prepared for it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. A lot of times it just goes right over people's heads because it is so shocking. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, I like it. You know, I got to keep it interesting. What can I tell you? You like pushing buttons just as much as I do. In fact, okay, we should talk about yeah. this because I pushed some major buttons during a recent meeting with a guy and I feel like that's partially you rubbing off on me. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, it, and it's also interesting because you are very different. We say this all the time. Everyone knows this. That's known us for any length of time. You're very different from five, six years ago when we met, right? Oh, polar so opposite. I can now tell. I knew. So you had a, you met this fucking guy that was a supposed to be super experienced as a dom and all this shit, right? Which I'm taking the fucking under on from this point forward. <laughs> so you met this guy. I dropped you off. You were meeting him at one of the local places near where we live. And then I was leaving you with him and going to someplace close so that you can come and meet me afterwards. Right. When I dropped you off, by the time I parked, walked over to the other place, uh, hung out with the greatest bartenders in town. They're so, so attractive and sweet. One of our favorite places. And it was an hour. You texted me literally about an hour. Like, yeah. okay, uh, you know, where are you? I'm going to come meet you. I thought, okay, this didn't go well at all, right? <laughs> this, this clearly, this was not a fucking home run. So I'm watching for you to, to walk up to me and I could see the, I could just see your face. I went, oh yeah, this isn't good. This didn't go well. Like this just, it was not that it was like traumatic, but it was obvious that it was not good. That I was not excited about yeah, it. Yeah, there was no excitement on your face whatsoever. And sure enough, you sat down and I said, so uh, you kissed me. I said, well, how was it? And you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I thought. It didn't look, it just didn't look good. No poker face whatsoever. No, you're, t I say it all the time. Do not commit a crime with Brenna. You will absolutely get caught. Oh, you, a thousand percent. Yeah, and she's going to get the deal first, by the way. So, yeah, well, I also can't lie. So, yeah, exactly. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're the one that's going to cut a deal. So, yeah, you're terrible. No poker face. So, I knew it wasn't good. And I got to tell you, I wasn't really optimistic from the beginning, to be fair. I didn't tell you that. Why is that? Because I, I like I said, I'm taking the under on all of this, these guys for the most part. And until you show me something, I don't buy it. 
you know, and it was just too, there was too, it was too easy. It seemed too good to be true. Well, I think this was a perfect example of me being too eager to find this. Exactly. Like, I am so excited to get back into the world of kink that I'm probably not vetting these guys as hard as I need to. Right. And this was a perfect example of that because, yeah, I mean, I definitely think he has BDSM experience. He was talking about BDSM instruments pretty intricately in a way that I don't think a vanilla person could. Well, listen, you can read very, it's like anything else. I can take a fucking test if I read the book and pass it. doesn't mean I have any practical experience. Right. And this guy probably doesn't. Or he has a lot of it, but he doesn't have the right energy to truly be a dom for someone. And so what I mean by pushing buttons is what happened. The guy walks in. He's really not looking me in the eye. He keeps looking down. He keeps playing with his thumbs like he's nervous. Well, let's back up a second. He's also not what you expected physically. No, he was not. Right? He's He just wasn't, he wasn't the type of guy who holds the stature that you typically are attracted to. So that was an instant turnoff for you. I, I know you well enough to know that that was already in your head. So anything he does after that has to be really fucking exceptional or there's just no coming back from it. Yeah, that's 100% true. But in addition to not necessarily being my physical type, he's just kind of meek. And when I'm like a, a shark with blood in the water in that situation, I am just going to fucking... I mean, he said it perfectly. I'll, I'll mention this later. But he told me that he thought I was going to eat him alive if we went down that road. He actually texted me that after we met. And I was thinking about it. And I'm like, that's 100% right. I mean, I was totally testing this guy, totally pressing his buttons, almost kind of like in the hopes that he he would show me a glimpse of what could be if we were alone together. Well, and I that him, never happened. I give him points for awareness because he clearly figured it out. But <laughs> when you came and met me and we were just talking about it, I don't know, we were probably sitting there for 15 minutes. And then he sent you a text message and very sheepishly backed himself out of this. Yeah, right? he said that he could tell our energies were not in alignment with each other, that I probably needed a little bit of a stronger presence because he thinks I would eat him alive. Yeah, at least he figured that out right he was he was aware enough to sense that and thought well i don't want to waste my time or hers and he just very kindly you know removed himself from the running which i appreciate because now you don't have to waste any more fucking time with it yeah a hundred percent and it also taught me that i probably shouldn't be telling people i'm a submissive because i'm not i'm a fucking brat no yeah for sure and there's a huge difference i like the challenge i like the push and pull i like somebody who is going to hold me accountable but still allow me to be my silly weird self like all of those things are really important to me and i do have a very strong personality and if someone can't handle that then there's no fucking way they can be a dom to me well i mean you're a bottom but not necessarily a sub right and you know you've got a spirit that has to be broken when it comes to that (laughs) just like a fucking horse i'm a wild bronco yeah you've got to yeah someone's (laughs) got to be able to harness that once you get a handle on it it it's great, but you have to be able to control it. Otherwise, you're a nightmare. I mean, you will drive a guy like that crazy. <laughs> oh, God. You know, it Who, just... Whoever ends up with me is going to be really... They're going to have their fucking work cut out for them. <sighs> Good luck, man. I Good know. luck. I don't like I say it all the times. So whoever has whoever the external relationship is for you or me is going to be very special. Well, that, Dom's the same way. Yeah. Now I did start talking to a, a brand new guy who is a pro Dom, and I found this so interesting because you mentioned it. I was a little bit crestfallen after the last experience with that guy because I was very hopeful. I was excited at the prospect. Yeah. So when it didn't work out, I was like, well, that fucking sucks. Literally the next day, this guy reaches out much more my physical type 
apparently was a pro dom for five years, like literally made a living off of doing nothing but scenes. Right. And so that's a possibility. I'm not getting my hopes up this time. And I'm doing a much better job with my vetting this time around. Yeah. Look, you have to be cognizant of the fact that there's a lot of bullshit, right? We already know that. People like, not just single guys, couples do it all the fucking time. I just had an experience with a couple digitally that, you know, it never ceases to amaze me, the fucking behavior of people. (laughs) But certainly these guys are going to say whatever they think, not all of them, a lot of them are going to say whatever they think is going to get their foot in the door. So you got to be really conscious of that. And and yeah, you've got to ask more questions. You've got to do your due diligence. Otherwise we're just, you know, you're just going on these one time meetings and it's just a fucking waste of time. A complete waste of time. He at least bought my drink though. So. <laughs> yeah. But at least yeah, he was a gentleman and he was aware enough to know that this wasn't for him. Yeah. You know, no, which... I a hundred percent appreciate that because I was thinking about how I was going to let him down. I'm not good at that. I'm very good at the pressing of the buttons and the testing, but if I actually have to reject someone, I feel fucking horrible. But you would have been doing him a disservice and yourself. Oh, yeah. And oh, us. I mean, you sure. and I personally, it doesn't do anything for us. Yeah. You, know? you say it all the time. If it's not meaningful and fun and sexy, then it's just literally us spending time away from each other for absolutely no benefit no. or to detriment. I mean, if it's a horrible experience. Yeah, it could be really shitty. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason to do something if there isn't a benefit. Now, we've also talked about, does it have to be beneficial to our relationship every single time? Or can it be a little selfish where it's beneficial to either me or you? Absolutely. Because to me, if you have enjoyed yourself, whether you did it with the intention of bettering our relationship or just because you wanted to have a good time, if you do have a good time, I benefit from it anyway. Oh, 100%. There's always a benefit. If it's bad, then it's no one fucking benefits. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, we have talked a lot about that because I think there is kind of this hang up that we've always had of like, if we have sex with someone else, then we have to come back and reconnect right away. And it has to be this, you know, amazing, mind blowing sex between us. And if it's not that, then it's a fail. Right. And we're really not thinking of it like that anymore. And I think that'll benefit us as I move more into that kink space, because that is going to be kind of a selfish thing just for me. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, me either. There's there's no reason that that has to, you know, it has to be the case any other way. So, yeah, if it's good for you, it's always always good for me. So so it doesn't matter that it wasn't with the intent of improving our relationship. You know, it's just good for you. Good. Perfect. Yeah. No problem. But yeah, I wish I would have gone with you. I almost wish I'd have gone th- to meet this guy because I could have stopped this in five minutes. <laughs> what, what would you have said? Uh, well, based on what you told me in terms of his, his stature, his appearance, I would have just introduced myself. We could have talked to him for a minute and I would have politely just mentioned to him that this is probably not going to be a fit. I don't want to waste any more of your time or your evening. I would have been that simple. Yeah. Well, I probably should have done that. So, yeah, so. <laughs> I need to nut up sometimes. That's what you're saying. Well, sometimes you have to go through this shit. It's important for me. It's important that you do this stuff on your own to some degree, because if I'm there, you're not going to have a voice. No, I totally acquiesce to you in those situations. Yeah, that doesn't it doesn't always work. Well, it, I mean, it works, but it's not the best because inevitably you'll have to have a second meeting with someone alone just to have a conversation with them because I will take over that conversation. Yeah, I'm like, oh, did I even say a word during that meeting <laughs> besides yeah. hello, I'm Brenna <laughs> yeah. and nice to meet you? <laughs> yeah, and it happens all the time. So it makes it makes sense that you did it on your own, particularly because this wasn't just some single guy that you were t- planning on fucking. This was like a legitimate, you know, there was a plan here. Yeah, you know? so for sure. I get it, but. And I could probably could have I could have stopped this pretty early on. Could have saved us fifty minutes probably. <laughs> well, I have some 
interesting prospects outside of that too. I started talking to a new guy who is so fucking hot and really cool. It's not a kink situation, but I hope to connect with him. And I got to have some fun this week while you were away. And yes, you did. what was really interesting about that is this is a guy I've known for a long time now, like basically since we moved to Vegas Yeah, and we've only ever played at the club. And this was the first time we played at our home, me by myself, nobody else around, just being able to focus on each other. Totally fucking different situation. Well, it's also good, though, because this is someone that we know. So there's a trust factor. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I was not concerned at all. Of course, I didn't know who it was. I had no idea who was coming over. You just said you had somebody coming over. I didn't know until the next day when you and I got back together. But I'm glad you chose someone that you know we both know and trust and our friends know. He's he's a local guy and, and uh, he's become a friend. He's very well known. And like I said, we probably met him, geez, at least 10 times oh, at this yeah, point. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was great. I did wake up with bruises on my knees the next morning, which I kind of fucking loved. I was like, God, that's when you know you've been a true slut. <laughs> yeah, your knees were bruised. They were really bruised and they hurt. And I was kind of proud of myself because I was down on them for a hot minute. I will say that much. Well, that's that's obvious. There's evidence of that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it, I thought it was great. And I was excited about it because while I was with Susan, who I spent the night with, you were at home with our friend. And it was just, you know, I felt better about the fact that you were just not home alone doing nothing. No, I was having a blast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was a good experience in that way. I definitely definitely think that that's how I would do it in the future if you ever spent the night away from me again, which yeah. we'll talk about later in the episode. But. Makes sense. <laughs> so I want to talk about kind of in contrast to that situation, uh, a single guy tip of the week that I've been thinking a lot about lately. And it's this idea of expectation or entitlement to someone just because you've played with them in the past. I've experienced this a lot, especially recently and especially at the clubs. For example, if I play with a guy one time and then he comes back to our event the next month, there is sometimes this weird expectation of like, oh, we've already fucked and it was pretty good the first time, so we should definitely pick up where we left off. And it's almost like without even having a conversation with me, that is their plan for the night. Well, yes, but as I'm, I think you and I talked about this earlier, for me, I think the 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 even worse than that is... A similar situation where you've played with someone, single guy, for example, in this particular case, comes to the club or an event, doesn't have the opportunity to meet someone new or to play with someone new, and then they circle back around to the folks that they have already been with as like plans B and C. Right. I think that's just as bad. I think now, that's pretty gross. Yeah. Now, don't misunderstand me. Everyone's there to have a good time, and that's bound to happen where people aren't going to connect necessarily, but there's some familiar faces, and then maybe that works out. That's a very different thing. But if you go into it with that plan, it's obvious, guys. You can't just... It becomes very clear that that's your your M.O. Oh, we sniffed that shit out immediately. And yeah. what's so funny to me, yeah, is some of these guys think they're sneaky doing that kind of shit. We're all in the same room. Just because I'm not right up your ass talking to you all night doesn't mean I don't see what you're doing. Well, also, everyone talks. In, in these situations. <laughs> we were talking about that a lot lately. Yeah. So, the, you know, the ladies, particularly, if you get a reputation for being a certain p 
person, but everyone's going to know it. Yes. Like you're, you're definitely going to out yourself. Yeah. And that's one of the interesting things about like, especially our hot wife parties here in Vegas. It's typically the same locals over and over and over again. And they absolutely develop reputations, either good or bad. And there's almost no coming back from it, which kind of sucks. I mean, I I think you should be able to fuck up and then, you know, redeem yourself. But if you're just kind of a crappy person in general, it's not going to take long for people to see what you're doing. Yeah. You can only hide that shit and you know and use subterfuge for so long it eventually will come to the surface but i think that's a level of entitlement too like you and i have some familiarity maybe we're friends so it's totally okay that i'm putting you on the back burner until i'm ready to deal with you that's yes. a that's a level of entitlement too that i i think guys really need to be mindful of now what i will say pro single guy tip for those that are going into that environment regularly in other words you're going to the same party over and over again you're around the same people over and over again maybe you've played with people there already there's nothing wrong with having a conversation ahead of time about what your goals are for the evening yes. in other words i've had guys that i played with in the past they'll reach out and be like hey i know that we're going to be at the same event tonight but um i have another lady coming from out of town that I plan to play with I just didn't want to offend you or you know I I didn't want to blow you off while we're there I love that that open communication is fucking perfect for me yeah we've experienced that but also you know conversely we've had guys reach out to you and been like hey in, in the event that you don't find anyone that you want to play with if you're interested i will make myself available to you that's also happened so that guy can show up he can mingle obviously you can mingle or whomever and maybe it doesn't work out for him and then maybe it doesn't work out for you and then you guys can play and it was already kind of laid out it's not rude it was done in a understanding yeah Yeah. it was done in a thoughtful cogent way that that's totally fine but you got to be smart about it don't be the guy that ends up going to a lot of the same events and being around a lot of the same people and getting that reputation that's not going to end well for you yeah the guys that have plan b c and d and e and f we sniff that shit out and it's gross and we don't like hey i'm all about having plan b in most circumstances but you can't do it with people if it works out it, great if it's mutual and it works out great if that's a conversation you've had prior but as a single dude you should not show up with that mindset of well i can't find somebody new you know so and so is going to be there don't don't go into it with that mindset it's going to be very obvious yeah for sure and you're not entitled to pussy just because you had it in the past either no. that's the thing that guys need to understand i've had so many guys that like we play once i don't see them for months on end and then they reach out and are like hey i want that pussy again it's like we, I, I didn't even remember that you were a person and you want my pussy again and you've done no effort yeah where were you for the last two months or whatever yeah yeah no not good you got to do better guys For sure. So I'm really excited to get to your experience today because I think this is unique for so many different reasons. I think there will be some introspection, some things we need to talk about in terms of how we felt about it in the moment and how we've been able to digest it since then, because this really was a big move for us. This was one of those situations where we were both completely out of our comfort zones, which I think we do okay with sometimes. I'm not sure exactly how we handled this situation in its entirety. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get to that, we, of course, want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
Our next partner has a product that Brian uses literally every single day. He started taking Athletic Greens because he wanted something incredibly convenient for when we travel that was still going to give him health benefits and was going to help him with recovery after the gym. Very important in his life. So what is Athletic Greens? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things that are most important, especially to us in the lifestyle. One of the great things about Athletic Greens is it's lifestyle-friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's going to work with your lifestyle. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting great. It tastes, tastes like tropical fruit punch almost. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the dreaded cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. Brian freaking loves those travel packs. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. It's a new year, and if you want to have new and better sex, you need to find all of Permescent's products. For example, guys, their flagship product, the Delay Spray, which is all about helping you take the anxiety out of sex. If you're somebody that finishes quickly, especially with a new partner, this is a perfect product for you because all you have to do is spray it on about 10 minutes prior to play, allow it to absorb, and go to work. And it's going to help you elongate your sexy bedroom playtime, of course, meaning more pleasure for both you and your partner. That is just one product that Promescent offers. They also have things like massage oils. If you're looking to really spice things up in your bedroom and provide your partner with an amazing experience, I love their massage oils. They're never sticky, they're never gloopy, and they smell so good. They're also made with incredibly high quality ingredients, just like everything that Promescent carries. Check out all of their products today by heading over to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T com to stock up on the best sexual wellness products on the market. Big events coming up in 2023, you guys, and we could not be more excited to be offering so many different opportunities to get involved. For example, we still have a few tickets left for the soiree happening at the Swan Mansion in Houston, Texas. That's happening February 10th and 11th. It's the Sweethearts Ball. It is going to be an amazing evening, amazing weekend with celebrity chef prepared dishes, wine pairings, live entertainment, and so much more in a gorgeous setting. And again, that's February 10th and 11th in Houston, Texas. We also have our first Hot Wife Hotel Takeover happening in Phoenix. The Real Hot Wives of Phoenix full hotel takeover is going down April 13th through the 16th. You can find information on all of those events and more by heading over to members.frontporchswingers.com and applying for membership today. So let me lay out this situation for you guys. <laughs> I have been talking a lot about my anxiety around us spending nights apart. And the main reason for that was because if you guys remember not too far in the past, I was kind of seeing two guys that had the potential of becoming something more than just play partners. That has kind of fallen away, but... 
one of the great things that came out of that from my perspective was an understanding of work that we still have to do. Like we're not 100% ready for polyamory. And in my opinion, one of the big reasons for that is because I didn't want to spend nights away from you. Well, we knew it was an inevitability if, in fact, we went down or you went down uh, the road of having uh, some type of external relationship. It's just normal, right? You spend nights with people that you're with. So that was going to happen. It just happened to work out that it was me that was going to spend the night away first. I was not expecting that. Well, but the reason for that was because the night that we had the girls night that I met up with both Jade and Susan and we had pasta dinner and wine and all that stuff. Susan and I were talking when you were playing with Jade and I was talking about the fact that I wanted us to get to that point. I wanted us to be able to spend at least a night apart, but I wanted it to be with the right people. And I asked her then and there, I was like, would that be of interest to you at any point? And she was like, yeah, I mean, if that's something you guys want, I would love to have Brian stay over. And I was like, okay, so that kind of planted a seed for both of us. But that was what, like a month ago. Oh, it was a little bit more than that, maybe. Maybe, yeah, six weeks ago. Yeah. So then you and she ended up having a conversation about it when you guys went out for drinks one night. Yes. We just went and we just met for drinks. We do that a lot just to catch up. And we were talking and, of course, she was bringing up some of the topics you guys were talking about during girls' night. And one of them was the idea that I might spend the night with her test the water, see how it felt. And, you know, because there's obviously safety there. I, we both adore her. She's clearly, you know, got nothing but the best of intentions and she's just a super person. So it made sense, right? Who was it going to be? It's either her or Jade. Well, exactly. And I would have been totally okay with you spending the night with either of them. It just so happened that I talked to Susan about it. Right. But she really was the perfect person for this because I do genuinely feel that Susan cares about me too. No, like, Absolutely. Care, even though she and I don't play together, even though, you know, we're not as close as she and you are, I do feel like she is a dear friend and I feel like she cares about my needs and my feelings. So it's like, well, of course, I want that to be the first person that you do something like this with. Well, it's interesting because she refers to us and Jade as well. Like we're like the, her Vegas family. Like that's just who we are. Which so, makes me feel so fucking nice. Yeah. So you got it. You know, she's super fucking trustworthy and awesome and so yeah it, it it made sense that it would be someone like her or or jade so i will also say that i talked to you about it prior to that and just let you know that i discussed it with what was your first feeling on this i was i don't know i wasn't really thinking about it honestly for me it just I, came out of complete left field yeah it wasn't something <laughs> that was on my radar at all right but you know because again let's well let's go even further back right we were just trying to figure this out last night i don't know the exact timing but i believe i met Susan and Jade within literally within a week of each other, maybe less. Right. And it's been, I guess, since May, April or May, probably. Right. Maybe a little bit around that time. So when we were first talking about my seeing these two amazing women, one of the things that you and I talked about, you specifically, because we're so codependent on each other from a time perspective was I just don't want this to take up a lot of our time well, yeah, because there's you, two women now. I was going right? to say, when you come to me and say, I have two single women that both want to hang out with me and both want to fuck, my mind immediately goes to, okay, so you're going to be juggling three women now? And that was absolutely not the right way to think now looking back in hindsight because these are the most independent, you know, non-codependent women ever. No, well, but then shortly after I meet these two amazing women, 
you met your two play partners. Right. So then you were seeing two people. <laughs> right. right. So it's like, okay, well, <laughs> now what? So the good news is it worked out really well because both of these gals are, as you mentioned, very independent, very busy people. So it wasn't like we see each other every week. We don't. In fact, it's gotten to the point where it's every three weeks or a month now. I don't even remember the last time Jade and I were physical together. So... It's worked out really well. And as we mentioned, we love them both. And this would just made perfect sense given all things considered. Yes. Right? And she's 25 minutes down the road. Something were to happen or, or you know, you really just wanted me back home. I could be there very quickly. There was nothing to it. You knew I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't 100% sure of that. Did you really think I was going to call you and be like, hey, you need to get your ass home? Well, I feel like that you would have been comfortable enough to do that because it was Susan. Yeah, that still would have been shitty, though. But but if you had that feeling, you would have been comfortable enough to do it because it was her. Yeah, for so sure. So I, I, was, I wasn't worried about it, but I certainly did sleep with my phone under the <laughs> pillow in case you called or texted. <laughs> I didn't want to wake her up. So I absolutely was prepared. I wasn't expecting it, but I was prepared. Do you know how good of a partner you are? You're fucking amazing to me. Well, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I wasn't asleep. Well, actually, I did text you, but it was like 1145 just before I was getting ready to go to sleep. But you were already passed out, so you didn't respond to me. Yeah, I'd already been fucked for like two hours prior to that. I zonked the hell out. Yeah, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't concerned. I knew you were asleep. I knew you had company, and then I knew you went, you probably went to bed. But yeah, I was, I was ready just in case it happened, you know. I will say leading up to this, I was incredibly anxious. I was excited for you because you guys were also doing other things besides just sex and going to bed no yeah it was a fucking amazing it was, we had a great date it was a date yeah so i was really really excited for you of course but i definitely had this weird feeling in my stomach and i i don't think it's jealousy i think it was just general anxiety because i am so fucking dependent on you i truly am and and it's weird to say that given that we play solo and you know we're, we're very autonomous in the lifestyle i still feel like you are my security blanket when you're not around i get fucking just anxiety ridden well even the next day both of us felt off very i was off so we'll, yeah we'll get to that i want to talk about the day so after. okay so here's what here's how this whole thing lays out right you of course have this conversation with susan i then have a conversation with her and then she and i very quickly when we were talking about it made a date to do it because of course we're getting into the holidays she's traveling we're traveling things are crazy and we decided okay uh this is the day that makes the most sense right this uh, this is just the only time that really works let's do it right so i and i think it was like the 19th if, if i'm not mistaken so she said hey let's get tickets i'll get tickets to the hockey game she knows somebody has season tickets had amazing seats and so we went to the nights game which you Fucking and I have, cool. Yeah, we hadn't done that yet. It's the one location we had not been to, which is the T-Mobile Center. Um, and it was a fucking blast. I've not been to a live hockey game in a long time since I lived in Dallas. And it was a fucking blast. We had a great time. And like everything else, if you haven't been to a <laughs> Knights game, it's very fucking Vegas. <laughs> everything done here is over the top. Glitz it's, and glamour. Uh, it's crazy. The shit you don't see that goes on during the game, like during the commercial breaks and stuff is the fucking best shit because <laughs> it's never something simple, right? It's crazy light shows. It's theater. It's, it's insane. Even the gals that shut, that scrape the ice in between the, in between commercials, smoking hot booty shorts. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's the best thing. It's I showgirls on ice. I love that. So everything they do is over the fucking top, the music, everything. So if you get a chance, you really should go to a game if you're in town. Highly recommend it. 
Yeah, but one of the things you were saying is it really did truly feel like a date. Oh, no, this was a date. So I went to her home at about four o'clock in the afternoon. We sat, had a drink. We were not going to be picked up till six. She had an Uber scheduled to pick us up at six o'clock. Game started at seven. So we just sat for a couple of hours and talked. In fact, about an hour and a half. She then took about 30 minutes to get dressed. I took a business call. And then very quickly, as she came down the stairs, the the car showed up and, and we got in it and headed over to the stadium. So, you know, we're in the car. We're talking. We get to the game. Now we are, it's chilly, obviously. I'm, I'm wearing a heavy coat. She has a heavy coat on. So her hand hand is inside of my arm as we're walking, you know, we're walking arm in arm through the security gate and all that kind of stuff. She gives me kind of the, the a short tour of the place because she's been a number of times. We grabbed a drink and went and got our seats. And so as we're sitting there, of course, she's sitting to my right. That's when I, I realized, wow, Brenna's not here because this is weird because I her, my hand is on her leg. She's holding my hand. This is very much a date. That's what this is. Right. You know, people around us, if you don't know us, you think we're a couple. That, right. That's just what it looks like, which is exactly what it was intended to be. I mean, I don't, you know, I enjoy her company. She enjoys mine. We both know what this is, but we're very comfortable with one another. So it was very, very much a date. And so watched the game, had a great fucking time, had a couple of drinks. And then, you know, when it was time to bail out of there, we got out about five minutes before the game was over. The night's lost. So we got out a couple of minutes early. Had to walk from T-Mobile over to Park MGM. It's the quickest way to get an Uber from there. So if you're not familiar, it's like a city block, right? Not, right. not a big deal. But again, it's cold, right? So we're leaving. She has her hand under my arm and I'm trying to keep her warm. We get over to where the rideshare area is and they have these portable heaters outside, which fortunately they were there. And then she and I just ran under one that was empty and were just huddled under this thing because it was cold. So again, very intimate, very date-like, very couple-like, right? The behavior. Right. You know? So the Uber- Was that weird or was it exciting? Both. It was <laughs> It was a little strange and exciting. Now, I am very, like I said to you, had this been anyone other than Susan or Jade, right? If this is just somebody that I had just met, this would have been very bizarre. Right. But I have a familiarity with her. We are friends. And regardless of anything else, we're always going to be friends. So- my holding her hand or her hand around wrapped around my arm, I would do for her if she were cold and we were just, all of us were together, right? right? It, no, no different. So I, it, from that perspective, it wasn't strange. I did think for a minute, if this were anyone else other than someone that we both genuinely enjoy, you know like and care about, like her or Jade, this could be weird. Yeah. Right. It would be a strange thing because now we're getting ready to get into a vehicle and we're going back to her place and I'm spending the night there. <laughs> that's that's what's happening. Right. <laughs> so was it a mind fuck for you standing there waiting, thinking that's what you were doing? Because it would be for me a little bit, a little bit. But again, I was I was really trying to get out of my head with it because I felt, you know, this is the perfect ex uh, opportunity. There's no better way to test the water in this. Right. Right. I mean, not for us anyway. So headed back to her place. We get there, of course, we're fucking freezing. So very quickly, she put on something more comfortable. I got comfortable. And then we very quickly ended up going upstairs into her bedroom. Okay, because it's it's getting kind of late. It's probably, I don't know, 1030 now, okay. right? Or 10 o'clock. So this is where it gets weird, right? We talked about this on the bonus episode. Everybody has bedtime rituals, right? Right. We all do whatever we do to get ready for bed. And you get very used to them, especially when you have a partner. Very used to them. Right. So for me, it was a little awkward because I am 
getting into bed. Now, of course, I there was the potential for play, but I am, in fact, in someone else's bedroom and in their bathroom and where I've been before, but not spent the night, right? So, so it has a different impact because of that. Very much so, because now I've got my travel kit out, I've got my <laughs> toothbrush, you know, all my stuff. And of course, she's going through her evening ritual. So kind of watching her was very interesting because, it, you know, it's different. It's not what I'm accustomed to. And it, it does kind of, you know, you're a little trepidatious. It's like, ah, I don't know how this feels. I don't know, you know, but eventually, of course, she gets done and she gets into bed with me. She was very kind. She keeps her house very cold as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) So she gave me two extra blankets. She threw two extra blankets on the bed. This Uh, is like a point of conversation with her, by the way. I know. It's so funny. She always turns up the heat when you come to her house. She's very cognizant of it. Yeah. Because she knows that you are a giant wuss about the cold. Yeah, don't like it. Well, she had, or, to be fair, it was it was 65 degrees in her house. That's fucking cold, okay? <laughs> Especially when it was like 45 outside. So anyway, a couple more blankets. So we're, we get in bed. Now, I have to mention this. I've got to back up because this is going to make, without this information, it's going to make this whole play session seem a little odd. Earlier in the day, very early in the day, at like seven in the morning when I went to the gym, I hurt myself, surprising no one because I do it all the fucking time. But I, I hurt and injured myself pretty severely. My left leg, I basically tore a muscle in my thigh. And I knew as soon as it happened, I was fucked. So I stopped what I was doing. I limped down the stairs, got in the car and came home. And of course, started packing it full of ice. There was, as I mentioned, a split second where I thought... I am going to have to fucking cancel this because I can't walk. I couldn't even get up the stairs. Right. So. Yeah. How are you going to walk up and down the stairs at T-Mobile? Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do this? So you went to the store for me, got me a bandage and I had, I fucking wrapped the shit out of my leg. So got that, you some Excedrin, got extra some strength. <laughs> extra strength, Excedrin, <laughs> so that I could at least fucking function because I was close. I, it hurt. I was close to not, not going, but I didn't want to disappoint her. I definitely didn't want to disappoint you and fuck up the whole thing. So I grit my teeth and fucking dealt with it so now of course i have this fucking bandage on my leg (laughs) she knows full well that i'm injured because she's helping me hobble around all fucking night how sexy yeah so i take this fucking thing off i get in the bed and we jokingly talked about it she's like so you're straight on your back tonight that's how this is going like yeah it's probably how it's going now ironically the last time we were together prior to that i had not seen her in about a month and she was fucking worked up she was so horned up ravenous so when i got to her place and we got upstairs she's like look i don't want you going down on me i want to suck your cock and i want you to fuck me super fucking hard and i want to ride your cock this is pretty much what she says to me oh i'm like uh okay you know (laughs) cool so that's exactly what happened the previous time is it was amazing. It was super fucking hot. But I was like, so this is probably going to be very reminiscent of our last experience because I I don't know if I can fucking even stand up. I can't do shit. She's like, nope, no problem. Takes all of her clothes off. She gets in bed. We're just laying there a little bit. And then eventually we start making out and touching and it gets super fucking hot, super quick, right? I mean, it's really hot. I mean, the the heat between she and I is pretty intense because we have a familiarity now, just like with myself and Jade. Well, and I know how attracted you are to her too. Yeah, it's super fucking intense. So we start making out, um, hands are all over her. She very quickly, and this was a theme for her, and I didn't really ask her much about it afterwards, and we haven't had a lot of time to communicate about it, but I, I do want to speak to her because I'm, I'm curious. Her whole like kind of demeanor in this thing this evening, that particular evening, she wanted 
to pleasure me. Like that was her focus. And I don't really know what led to it. I, I tend to think because like, I mean, you know, I, I go out of my way to make sure that my partner, like I satisfy my partner. I want my partner to be happy. And I spend a lot of time making sure that's the case. And I don't always give someone else the uh, same opportunity to do that for me. Right. Right. I, that Which happens a lot. you should do more of. Yeah. I, I don't do that a lot. So... I, I get the feeling that that's probably what this was about. I haven't really asked her. Well, she also maybe was just trying to make you feel more comfortable because she knew it was such a new situation for you. Well, you she also I mean? knew that I was fucking in pain and probably wanted to have mercy on me. <laughs> so there's probably <laughs> If that. this is your last fuck, I want to <laughs> yeah. make it good. <laughs> yeah, if I was going to die, this is how it was going to go. <laughs> so anyway, puts she gets under the covers and she puts the covers over me. She's like, I know you're cold. So <laughs> she gets under the covers and she starts sucking my cock and licking my balls and stroking my cock and she's running her hands all over me. I'm removing her hair from front of her face and I'm, my hands are kind of wandering around, you know, touching her shoulders. I'm on her breasts a little bit and on her neck. And I could tell this is amping up, right? Where it's getting a little bit more aggressive. So she is very vigorously sucking my cock and now she's choking on. I mean, it was a whole thing. And this went on for a while. In fact, she wouldn't let me stop her from doing it to do anything for her. She made it very clear Based on her movements, her mannerisms, that she wanted to do this. Like That's this fucking was her hot. thing. Yeah, she took over. Now she could easily have been taken advantage because I couldn't move. <laughs> I couldn't really put up much of a fight. I wasn't going anywhere. My left leg is fucked. So, yeah, it was an opportunity. I think she just seized it. I right? love that. Yeah, it was great. So intermittently, she would come up and we would be making out, and I'm touching all over. And now she's basically straddling me. We're not having sex, but she's on top of me. I'm fucking rock hard and playing with her tits and squeezing her ass and she's basically sitting on my chest and I'm kissing her all over smells so good her skin is so silky smooth she's got that kind of you know she's a redhead with this amazing pale skin and freckles she's just so fucking hot and this again goes on for a length of time and eventually uh to the right side of the or to my side of the bed the left side her right side she reaches under the bed grabs a box of condoms pulls them out and like throws them on the nightstand next to me like that that this is going down okay <laughs> we're going to figure this out in case you didn't know where this is leading yeah this is happening <laughs> so again we're making out and and she just makes the most uh, incredible noises like when i'm just nibbling on her nipples a little bit and just biting on her a little bit she it's really like it's kind of a combination of a this intense moaning but also almost like a sigh of relief it's weird it's like it's so hot to me for whatever reason it's like a very unique complex sounds that she makes i know i heard it when you guys were playing in denver oh yeah right and yeah. i was like oh that's interesting i haven't yeah. necessarily heard that type of moan before well and the interesting thing about susan also is again very much like jade these are very empowered women with very high profile careers and they're in charge of a lot of people and a lot of shit. And when a gal like that, especially someone like Susan, because you know, she has a very strong personality. She's a big personality in a room. She gets very submissive very quickly. Yeah. Given the right circumstances. That's right? fucking hot. Very much so. So in those moments, it's really a fucking turn on because it's almost like I have complete control over her in that moment. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, she's very much on top of me and she's running the fucking show because I'm down. I'm the one legged man. <laughs> so 
she reaches over or I reach over, grab a condom and she stays right where she's at and gets right on top of me and starts riding my cock. This is the part that I find amusing. She and I once again have not had this conversation. I didn't even mention this to you yet. I wanted to save it for the show. So she gets on top of me. She starts riding my cock and within 30 seconds has such an intense orgasm. And much like you, once she has an orgasm, super fucking sensitive. Like, don't breathe on it. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't even look at it. Yeah, it's she's super sensitive. Yeah. And she, so she's riding my cock. It's, you know, we're in the dark. She's got the blankets over her. She's grinding on me. My face is buried in her tits. And she's like, oh my God, you're going to make me come now. I am so upset. I don't want to come yet. I'm like, okay, I can stop. She's like, no, don't stop. And then, <laughs> so she has this orgasm and the, and it was like, that was like the theme after. It's like, oh, I'm so mad that you made me come so soon because she was super fucking sensitive and it was difficult like to get her to come again because you can barely touch her. Right. right. So this was really kind of the perfect scenario given that I couldn't fucking do anything. I was laying on my back. So she has this orgasm, basically ejects herself off of me and she lays on top of me again we're making out having a great time i she removed the condom i think i took it from her and then she started sucking my cock again and then she got back on top of me but laid back so she's facing me but she's laying backwards so i'm basically touching her pussy i'm running my hands on her legs very gently touching her vagina by the way because she's super fucking sensitive she's stroking my cock while i'm doing that so this is a situation where i'm flat on my back she is on her back. Our legs are basically intertwined and we're just touching each other. Can't really see each other that well. Oh, that's right? hot. Yeah. So I'm touching her. She's stroking my cock and running my hands all over her legs. And th- this went on for a while. Like it was like an opportunity for her to come down. Right. Right. But again. She... And for you guys to connect because it's yeah. not all about like the sex in that moment. It's about touching no, and no, not just at all. feeling each other's skin and all of that. Yeah. It was very much a, um, it was like, there was a connection that transcended the sexual portion of it. Yeah. Right? It was very, very cool. So eventually she gets kind of sits back up and she gets on top of me and she's kind of off to my right side and we're making out and touching and she's stroking my cock and it's obvious we're, we're having sex. This is going down again, right? <laughs> so I grab another condom and she gets back into the same position she was in a minute ago where she's laying on her back and I can enter her because we're so intertwined and so close while she's doing that. So we're basically having sex while we're both on our backs. Oh, that's hot. Right? It, there's it, not a lot of grinding going on, but there's penetration. Uh, you know, she's rubbing herself. I'm rubbing her legs. And then eventually she sits up and, and fully mounts me. Um, and we're having incredibly hot sex again. And at least now some time has gone by. So she can have another orgasm. She's not super hypersensitive. Right. And it was so, the first one was intense, right? The first time she was on top of me. This time was it was intense, but it was hot and there was it was passionate because there was much more, a little bit more time had gone by before she had an orgasm. So we had a lot more time to kind of enjoy that moment and that position. Yeah. Because the truth is we don't, she and I don't spend a lot of time in that position. That is literally the second time she's ridden me, I think. Oh. But unless she was on my face, but riding my <laughs> cock, that was like the second time. So, and again, very out of character for me to just have to lay there i it's not my thing were you, know? you like antsy and fucking a, well yeah and i found myself a couple of times going well you could probably 
roll over. And then I would move and I'm like, oh, fuck, you can't do that, you jackass. That is so you. Yeah. Like there was just that. And it was the first day I hurt myself. There was no fucking way I could do it. It was so bad. <laughs> but I, I was going to literally do whatever I had to do to do that because I did want to provide as much pleasure as I could. But as it turns out, I think that the combination of kind of the situation in totality with my spending the night with her for the first time and us having the date earlier and spending hours and hours together. And then my not being able to perform like I normally would, let's say, kind of put us in a situation where it was on some level for me a little uncomfortable. I don't think for her at all, but for me a little uncomfortable, but also it forced me to have to use other tools. Yeah, you had to get creative with the way you were touching her and pleasing her. Right. That's it, kind of fucking cool. It was. It was a lot of fun, actually. And then, again, eventually she she was on top of me. She was riding my cock for a while. This was, I mean, we were getting after it, and it was a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> um, I'm smacking her ass. I'm squeezing her ass. I'm nibbling on her tits, and we're making out, and I'm nibbling on her neck, pulling her hair, and choking her from the bottom, which is always hot, because then you got the full view, right? Yeah. You're seeing all of it. And just about the time as she's, you know, it seems like she's getting ready to have an orgasm. I'm choking her, pulling her hair. And she's very animated, much like yourself. And when she has an orgasm, you know it. <laughs> and it's, it was just fucking intense. So, so here's what's interesting. Back to what I had said earlier, her intent was to make sure that I was a hundred percent satiated. And she and I are going to talk about this. I'm going to make her tell me. So <laughs> she gets off of me. And I don't think you're going to make her do anything. No, I'm not going to make her. If do I know anything. her gonna, well enough. I'm going to gonna try her. to convince her to tell me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I get rid of the condom. She gets back down and starts sucking my cock again. And she, she wants me to come. It's obvious. In fact, while we were having sex, she was asking me if I was going to come. And I said, not yet. You take your time, do your thing, you know? And, but she wanted me to, right. That was the whole point. So she starts sucking my cock again with it clearly with intent. And just about the time as I'm getting ready to come, she's stroking my cock and sucking my cock. I start stroking it. I move her hair back. And so I came all over myself and on her, but she starts sucking my cock again. And so I'm completely wiped out. I mean, she took everything out of me. Obviously I was, it was as much a good time as I think I could have on my back <laughs> for that length of time. There was, I was literally like, this is the strangest thing ever because I've done virtually nothing other than lay here and accept all of this intense fucking pleasure. That's right? like, not true. The choking, the hair pulling. Yeah. But from my perspective, I feel like I, you know, when I punch in, I work a full day's work. <laughs> You know what I mean? You, you get a full day's work out of me. And I felt like I, I didn't I didn't pull my weight. This, is, you know? this was you phoning it in like the day before you go on a vacation or something? Yeah, it's like, right. It's like the last day before a holiday. You're like, fuck off. I'm not fucking doing this. So yeah, I never want to be that fucking guy. Don't be that guy. I never want to be that guy. So in this particular situation, I was literally hamstrung, no pun intended. So I had it to- It sounds like you made the best of it. I had to, yeah, I did what I could do, but I, I really feel like- I'm, Clearly, I did not put my best foot forward. I couldn't put my foot on the fucking floor. <laughs> so I did what I could do, but she was genuinely earnestly concerned about making sure that I was pleased. And one of the things she said to me, she goes, I, she goes, tell me why you did that. I said, after we were laying there, we're just kind of cuddling. I'm like, uh, what, what did I do? She's like, well, you, you pulled your cock out of my mouth. I said, well, I didn't do it in 
intentionally. I said I did it because I was, uh, to me, I was being courteous. You and I had not discussed whether you were, you wanted me to come in your mouth or not. I wasn't going to be presumptuous that way. I'm never that way. Right. And she's like, no, I totally get it. That's you. Right. <laughs> that's pretty much what she said. She's like, okay, yeah, that's you. So obviously we did not have a conversation about it and I was not going to do that without her approval, certainly. And so that's a conversation I think she and I are going to have next time I see her. I think you should. Sounds you know? like she might want it. Well, there's a lot of things I think that, that are swimming around and we just haven't flushed them out yet. Right. I just got to figure that out. She and I need to do that. Yet again, a benefit of having a regular play partner. You can yes. do those things and there's always a next time. You and, know? And, and she'll absolutely tell me. I have no doubt about it. She'll make it very clear. But yes, I mean, you talk about intense with, listen, I was on my back for a fucking hour or more. I could not move. And it was as hot as any experience because, it, because of her, she made it so fucking intense and so fucking passionate. I, I yeah, I, I don't know if I could have had a better time just laying on my back. <laughs> you know, I'm really not sure. So then the sex ends and you guys go to bed together. Well, so we're, yeah, we're laying there cuddling and it's now I'm a little, it's a little warmer now, <laughs> you know, feel a little better now. I got up, cleaned myself up in the restroom. She got me, a, actually, she got me a towel and then I got up and, and cleaned myself up. She cleaned herself up and we got back into bed. And now, of course, it's like 1145 and that's when I texted you. I was like, hey, just want to let you know I'm going to bed. If you want to call or text me, you didn't. So I figured you were passed out. Uh, and of course, I had the phone off and on vibrate, but underneath the, my pillow. At one point, it was under my leg and then I put it under my pillow. But she and I were uh, laying in bed, much like yourself. You do the same thing. You'll cuddle with me for a few minutes and then you'll turn your back on me and <laughs> my hand will end up on your ass. And that's exactly what happened with she and I. And I don't remember a lot of conversation afterwards because we both pretty much passed out, right? Yeah. That was it. So now it's, of course, I get up very early. It's like 5.30 in the morning. I set my alarm. I shut it off real quick. I didn't want to wake her up because she was off the next day so she could sleep in a little bit. Well, what I did was I prepared to make her breakfast in the morning. So I brought everything with me to make her waffles and bacon and eggs in the morning. So I went downstairs, tiptoed down there, froze my ass off because it was freezing in the bottom half of her house because of the doggy door. Wasn't, wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> uh, so I put the fireplace on, got myself warmed up a little bit, and then just started making breakfast. Made coffee, made waffles. I made her bacon, made eggs, all that kind of stuff. And in about an hour, she came downstairs and we sat down and had uh, breakfast and coffee together. It was really, really very nice and a little weird. I was a little anxious. That was probably the most anxious I was, which I think is interesting on a number of levels. The morning was the most anxious for me. Right. Was for me too. Well, because, and why is that? Well, it's very simple. I'm a creature of habit. You and I have a pattern. I get up in the morning first. I make coffee. I make you your coffee. In fact, if I'm not home, you don't make coffee. <laughs> if I'm gone for two days, you don't have coffee. <laughs> So I lay out, you know, I get the coffee, I lay out your allergy medication, all that kind of stuff. Yes. So it threw me off. Like I'm, I was thinking to myself, well, is Brenna doing this for herself right now? Is she, is she taking her pill? Is she having coffee? Because I'm not there to make it. So I'm sure she's not doing it. See, I'm not the only one that's dependent on their partner. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, so that was probably the most anxious I was the entire time, honestly. And I was trying not to get in my own head. I did not, was not about to run out the door to make sure, you know, I got home or any of that stuff, but it was definitely on my mind. I was like, oh shit, I wonder if uh, she's okay, you know, but it was super. I, I had a great fucking time. I would absolutely 
do it again under the right circumstances. I enjoy her company so much. I mean, she's just such a blast to be around and I'm looking forward to seeing her again when we get back, but super great night, great date, super hot sex, even considering I was in the prone fucking position the entire time. Uh, so it can be done folks. I'm here to tell you, uh, and what a fucking blast. It was, it was great. But the next day, you and I were off. Well, I want to I want to talk about a couple of takeaways from my perspective. One, I was thinking about this while you were on the date with her. Do you remember back to Hannah in Montana? Yes, Hannah <laughs> in Montana. Montana. Yeah. And we went to dinner with her and then we were walking over some ice and you grabbed both of our hands. Oh, yeah. And I had kind of a freak out moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Think about how far we've come since then. You are yeah. now spending the night with Susan. You're making her breakfast. Yeah. While it didn't feel amazing for for me, there was no way we could have done that three years ago. No. I mean, we no have just way. evolved so much no past way. that. I especially. Yeah. And so I was really proud of myself thinking back on the journey. I think that that's important to note here. But I, I think the other thing from my perspective is this is not going to be an easy road for us. I no. I loved that you were having fun. I loved that you were with Susan because I knew that you were both going to enjoy each other's company. But it was impossible for me to not sit here and feel just off like oh, just yeah. not myself like you said the next day we were both just kind of wandering around in this fog and i kept thinking like is it because i didn't sleep well you know sometimes i don't sleep well and i never feel like that right. no i think i was emotionally exhausted no for sure and i told you i said for me it was it was kind of a double thing because i was emotionally drained from con being concerned about you and of course being on a date and spending the night with Susan, I had to be on for her. So I was kind of like just being pulled in multiple directions emotionally. And so the next day I was exhausted. Yeah. Like we were both just wiped out from it. You know, it was really difficult, but also you brought up a good point on the bonus episode. When I got home, it was close to 10 o'clock in the morning. We start our work day at like seven. Normally right. we're already three hours behind as far as we're concerned. So I come home, I made you coffee. <laughs> of course, sat down, we talked a little bit and kind of caught up, but very quickly went to work. Right. And we should not have done that. No, that was a mistake. We I should have planned for that. If one of us does it again, we have to do it on a day where we can either do a half day of work and not start till later in the day. Right. Or we are just off the next day. I think yeah. that was a big learning lesson because it is right now, at least it is very emotionally taxing yep. and I'm not prepared to deal with all of that and then go straight into a 10 hour work day. I was actually thinking when I was on my way back home that morning. I was thinking I should text you and say, or call you and say, hey, why don't you get dressed? I'll come back, pick you up, and we'll go have breakfast somewhere. We Where, should have done that. We should have done that. Instead, yeah. came home, made you coffee, went right. I went right back into our normal morning routine, albeit three hours later. Right. Went right back into our normal routine, and then we started working, and the day was fucked from there. Well, and I didn't feel as connected to you as I needed to in order to feel comfortable with the situation. Right. So, we I mean, for me, poorly. it was a really good learning lesson. I feel like no we question. took a lot of... of you know, info from that experience. And I don't see it as a negative at all. No. I think it was incredibly positive. It was uncomfortable, but uncomfortable does not innately equal negative. Well, you're not going to get good at something if you don't get un get uncomfortable doing it. Exactly. So it's just the way it has to be. And this was the perfect, I think this was the perfect way to do that, right? It was either Jade or Susan. There's no other woman in my life I would consider doing that with, obviously. Right. So that's, you know, that made the most sense. And 
I had, again, I had a great time. It was an amazing experience. And I, I look forward to you having that experience at some point. But definitely, we learned that there are some things we have to put in place, like the next day. We have to consider our time the next day. I do want to give myself a little pat on the back. I feel like I deserve it for this one. For not having a complete freak out? I did not call you once. No. No, I, I texted, texted you. you a couple of times. You texted me, yeah. but we did not talk on the phone during this at all. No. And I was shocked because there were two times I picked up my phone, literally had your number typed into my phone or your contact ready to call and didn't hit send. And I was proud of that because I wanted you to be able to have the full immersive experience and not be focused on me. Yeah, it was not easy, you know, and I, I said to you, I probably said it six or seven times throughout the night because Susan and I were talking about it. I want to get you to a game. I got to get you to this, you know, to the, you know, to this stadium. We talked about it, yada, yada. So my, you were constantly on my mind and everything that she and I were doing. I'm like, oh, this would be great if Brenna were here too. You know, just <laughs> she was probably like, know, shut the fuck up about Brenna. Yeah, by the time of the end of the night rolled around, I'm sure she's like, shut up already. But I want to hear under, that bitch's name again. She understands. <laughs> She gets it totally. Yeah, um, no. You know, I'm and again, it, it takes take nothing away from my experience. It was amazing from start to finish. It really was. She's a just a super person. I just enjoy her company so much. I, I just, I think she was the perfect person to do this with. Yeah, and I hope that she got something out of it too because the intention was, of oh, course, not so. to like use her for this experience. No. That's why I asked her, would this be something that would excite you or interest you? And when she said yes, that's when it was like, okay, then this makes sense. Well, she, listen, she's a gal who is single, but you know, is obviously open to the right relationship and she does miss the uh, the idea of sleeping next to someone once in a while. She said that to me. It's totally normal. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to provide that experience for her. I'm happy to make her breakfast and, you know, take her out for drinks or whatever. I, that's part of it. This isn't a just a sexual thing for, for me, certainly when it comes to her or Jade. I enjoy their company. They're genuinely amazing people. So it was ideal, you know, and hot. And, and uh, listen, I learned that if I am in traction at any point in my life, I can still have a pretty guy damn good time yeah if you break both kneecaps or something you're still going to be good to go yeah we're going to get after it <laughs> so anyway huge shout out to susan thank you for allowing us both that opportunity you are amazing hope you guys liked hearing about it and also you guys if you got to the end of this episode and you want more fps you can get a lot more of us over on patreon because we do a weekly bonus episode and we also do sex on your terms which is much more of an informational deep dive introspective show that is available only to our Patreon members. If you want to get those bonuses, you can find all of the info at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We also have the naughty shit. AVN is literally right around the corner. AVN is going to be a crazy week. Oh I, I don't even know how the fuck we're going to pull it all we off. We have so much planned. I am going to get dicked down so hard. I'm going to have to ice this pussy. I'm going to have to fucking hydrate up. There's going to be a lot that goes into that. And all of it is going to be on my OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. If you guys want to see Brian and his hot sausage and other things, he is at OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. And don't forget to check out our upcoming events. So many of them, including that Sweetheart's Ball at the Swan Mansion in February and our first ever Hot Wife Hotel Takeover in Phoenix in April. And you can find all of that information and apply for membership at members.frontporchswingers.com. What am I missing? Video. It's coming. We are building a studio. We are going to be doing single guy tip of the week every week on video. It'll be on YouTube and several other places. And then my new show with uh, Doc will be coming out very shortly. Also 100% on video. So stay tuned for everything we have coming your way. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.